Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 20s and Abroad. This is me, Gerda, um, and today I'm going to be interviewing Arta. Hi, Arta, how are you? Hello, Gershi. I'm really good. <laughs> how are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much. We're very excited to have you here, here finally. I've been asking Arta to participate <laughs> for a long time, but she's a very busy lady, and I'm very, very, very honored to have you here, Arta. Um, Thank you, Gerda. So I let's start uh, with very first question. Um, uh, let let us know where you're coming from and if there's anything you want to tell us about yourself. Yeah, I could start uh, with introduction of myself. Mm-hmm. So as you already introduced me, my name is Arta, and I'm 21 years old, living uh, in Riga, Latvia. So mm-hmm. like I I do a lot of things in my life on on daily basis so I will start with the basis so I'm a law student in uh, Riga Graduate School of Law I'm like mostly European law and there's like 30 percent I'm also studying business Uh, also above university I'm a legal assistant in uh, Latvian gas company and What's more, I, yeah, of course, I'm a CEO in my own business. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I have a free time, I also coach tennis, but it's mostly like during the summertime. Yeah. So that's like long story short. <laughs> You're like insane uh, in all these things. Like you're such a role model to me. And I would say to everybody, because you do a lot of things. And it is, I think, so important at this age. And you're only 21. And it's crazy to me Aww, that you're so successful you. already. <laughs> um, it, did you ever had a chance to travel with this schedule? Like... When did you even start it? When did you start your business and how did it progress, I would say? And did you ever like had an opportunity to go outside of the country and I don't do, I don't know, just relax, you know, have a little bit more yeah, fun? Well, I think I can say that I have traveled a lot because firstly, like in my younger years, I used to play like tennis professionally and I had a lot of competitions in Europe. So I basically traveled through whole Europe in my, um, in my teen years. Teenagers. Mm-hmm. teenagers. And uh, right now, like I can say in last four or five years, also including, including COVID, mm-hmm. I have uh, traveled to more like exotic places, but also I have been to some trips in Europe but as an example, I can say Africa and Dubai and yeah, those will mm-hmm. be these will be like the most exciting trips I have been to. But that's insane. Like I remember that day when you told me that you were going to Africa. I was like, there's no way. Like, how did you even came up with that idea? Like, that's just, you know, not a lot of people decide to go there. And yeah, were- well, I mean, it's a really expensive trip. Mm-hmm. And it was my parents' idea. They wanted to travel to Africa, like, I don't know for how long, for a few few years at least. And their friends are like, uh, their lifestyle is traveling. So they have Amazing. been like to, I think, every country in Africa. So yeah, they suggested my dad that they will go to four countries in like south part of Africa. And my dad decided that, like it's the time that we should go to Africa (laughs) 
And we were in Africa like for, I think for six weeks and we traveled around four countries. Wow, that's like crazy to me. Yeah, um, it was pretty intense. Was yeah. it? Oh, do you want to like recall your biggest highlights or is there something you want to tell about this trip? So maybe if somebody also dreams about it, then maybe mm-hmm. somebody should know more about it. Well, the thing, the most important thing I, I understood after like, Uh, visiting Africa that like the stereotypes we have here I can say in Europe and like the actual situation that's happening in Africa it's completely different for -hmm. instance my stereotype was that in Africa there is like okay there's nature jungles and a lot of animals and that's all what's Mm -hmm. more about Africa but for instance like Namibia it's like uh, next to South Africa and uh I thought I didn't even know that place <laughs> before, but we were in Namibia for two weeks, like traveling every day with the bus to see like all the places we, we, we could see there. So, mm-hmm. and um, for instance, I didn't know, God, maybe you, you, you knew that in uh, Namibia, there is like the second biggest canyon in, in, in the whole world. Well, Probably not. <laughs> yeah, so I was surprised too. So yeah, and there are like a lot of uh, valleys and it's like we also visited the uh, Himba village. It's like uh, people who actually live in bush. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but in Namibia, I could say that there are more like uh, nature things to see. And that animals, it's like very dry there. So the only animals we saw there was like giraffes, zebras, uh, and I think that's all. But then mm-hmm. we went to Botswana, and it's like neighbor countries, but it's completely different. Like there, we saw a lot of like wildlife, animal wildlife, wildlife, and uh, there were we also saw like uh, in nature lions, uh, guepards crocodiles, elephants, I don't know, hippos, like mm-hmm. anything you can imagine we saw there. Oh, it's incredible. Like I can even picture it. But actually, like I have so many questions in my head. But when you mentioned that it's so expensive, is it is it the tickets that you have to purchase the most expensive part or this, the, I don't know, accommodation there or the whole trip just to book the buses? What is like how does that these costs add to each other mm-hmm. let's say that well i think the ticket was around three or four thousand mm-hmm. well it's not that expensive like mm-hmm. if you are traveling to africa of course yeah you have to consider that but i would say if you want like to see a lot of things there you need a tour guide yeah so that that costs a lot and of course the living there is very cheap but also it's not that cheap for tourists for Makes locals sense. it's like much more cheaper hmm. yeah i see oh okay okay and uh, i also remember that you was you were telling me this very interesting story how you your whole life turned around when you were riding in a bus and you saw these African kids running towards you asking for a food and then suddenly maybe you I, I'm not sure if you remember yeah, that yeah you were telling telling yeah. everything correct maybe yeah, we you can tell it yeah bus, sorry about that yeah and we stopped to have a lunch 
like in in the middle of the road I could say even <laughs> and uh, yeah we saw like African children coming from school with bare feet mm-hmm. and of course like all all the food we had we gave gave them because we we don't need we don't need it and and uh, yeah and they were like you know little monsters they were you know like this was the first time they saw food mm-hmm. yeah so it's crazy and yeah. Um, and yeah like they don't have like nothing to wear or like shirts are or all of with the circles and so yeah it's crazy it's yeah. hard to explain like those feelings you feel at that moment when you live in Europe and you have basically everything mm-hmm. and yeah you are not su- satisfied with what with what you have and you always need more so when you go to yeah. Africa you change that position a little bit for sure I just remember you were telling me this story and it was so emotional just even listen and obviously mm-hmm. we need to be more grateful about all these things for yeah sure. exactly you know? but um what I want to ask the living conditions like in the countryside than in the capital like they're very different right I also have heard that um, in Africa like a lot of cities are very dangerous and do you can you like collaborate on that one uh yeah we for instance like we didn't stayed a lot of like times in capitals but once we I think we stayed two days in the capital of Namibia uh-huh. and I don't remember the name oh my god okay doesn't matter but <laughs> um yeah and we were like we wanted to go like to eat outside to some restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, the lady uh who was uh, in the hotel and we were saying like we we can go by foot and like it was five o'clock in the evening it's not that late okay and she was like no you are not <laughs> going there and we were like why but like it's the capital mm-hmm. and she was like no it's too dangerous I will call a taxi for you oh my god so, yeah and I also recently when I was in Barcelona uh, two months ago I met one girl from uh, Namibia she's no she's uh, originally from uh, Nigeria mm-hmm. and I told her all the story that it, it is it that like dangerous there and she was like not for locals but for for tourists yes of course mm-hmm. yeah so I see. I see they're just being cautious about everybody probably that makes yeah. Sense. yeah yeah exactly. I see Okay, now that this is like such an inspiring story in general. Like you, in, in I wish I could go to Africa one day, and I hope I you will. will. And I'm sure <laughs> about that. And I we really will go like together. It. When you said like the biggest uh, canyon, I it's yeah. Now I'm just trying to river canyon. Yes, now I'm just like trying to think about it because I remember all your photos and. It's just crazy that I really don't have that knowledge about it. Oh, my God. But anyways. Yeah, <laughs> there's just... a lot lot of things to see. Also, like, my highlight from Africa was the last three days, I think. Yeah, it was we were visiting Victoria Falls. Yes, that's nice. And, mm-hmm. well, that experience, it's hard to describe it. You just have to stand there, like, in front of the Victoria Falls and you will understand because... Like in at that time, I understood I was staying there like I don't know for two hours, 
and in, in that moment you feel so like small and miserable and in the same time so powerful Love that. it's so huge it's so huge we also took a trip with the um, helicopter mm. and we saw like from um, yeah from the helicopter all the Victoria Falls and yeah it's 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 amazing it's a life yeah. that uh, yeah I wouldn't even have words for that to even describe it probably but that's very nice I wanted to move on to the, your other exotic trip to Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> because I've, yes, Dubai. <laughs> so maybe you would like to tell us the story about that. Because that wasn't... Yeah, that was very recent, actually. I think last year, wasn't it? Or maybe it's been longer than that? Well, I think it was... Oh, no, it must be. Year? Must I be think tw- it was two years ago. Yes, it's two years ago. Sorry, because time flies yeah. so fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's actually a funny story because we didn't plan, you know, like Dubai is, is a huge trip and you plan for it like a few months before. Yeah. But it was COVID times and we were all sitting at home and I, I was working like every day with my best friend and her boyfriend and we were like so bored, you know, like all day you do the, you do the same thing. You just stay at home, you go to training and you study that's all mm-hmm. that that's all so and at one day he was like my best friend's boyfriend he was like let's go to dubai i was like can we and he was <laughs> like yeah there's no restrictions there we can go and i was like no more questions and in <laughs> that day we actually bought tickets i was planning to stay there for two weeks and uh, also uh, we met a lot of friends there mostly it was like uh, my best friend's boyfriend's friends but you know when we all met there we became suddenly all (laughs) friends you know how yes of course and uh, yeah it also was amazing amazing trip but it's like completely different from Africa there's Mm -hmm. no like if we are comparing nature there's nothing like Mm -hmm. nothing there are only like huge buildings and fancy houses and but it's it's like different experience so yeah and the first day we actually arrived in Dubai it was evening and you know living in Europe you have never seen those huge buildings and we are just like taking taking a taxi from airport and I'm watching outside the window and I'm like I cannot believe this like <laughs> it's huge and yeah, mm-hmm. the first uh, first two weeks we stayed in um, Dubai downtown. It's more like associated with like business place. It's it's also where the uh, Burj Khalifa is located. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in the first two weeks we stayed stayed in a penthouse. It was Insane. like in the 69th floor, and we had like a clear view on the Burj Khalifa every day. So it was amazing. <laughs> Oh my god, the New Year's must be nice there, especially in that yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, I also thought about that. Yeah, that would be. So yeah, and the first two weeks we stayed there, and there's also like the biggest uh, shopping mall in the world. And I actually, um, after we, we went to the sh- shopping mall, I think in the first or second day, well, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I walked like, 15 kilometers in that mall <laughs> can you imagine how huge it is 
<laughs> oh my god, you can't compare it to our malls in Latvia. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Oh my yeah, god. but in Dubai, like the best thing I can say is networking. I met hmm. so many inspiring people there. Like also not, you know, old people who have a lot of money and they can afford to travel, but like young people who have their own businesses and they do their own thing. For instance, I met one uh, girl from Bali. She's mm-hmm. um, She has her own business and she's making um, jewelry from, from corals. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And a lot of uh, talented uh, photographers and uh, yeah, it was amazing. Also, I have like those people I met there. I have al- also contacts right now and we uh, talk like daily and meet time to time i love that i just i yeah dubai is also one of my go-to like not go-to places but like bucket list places yeah but Um, it should be but you know like i've been there like once for mm -hmm. one month but would i want to go back there right now i'm not sure because i've seen everything there yeah like one month is total is totally enough like the last week I was a bit bored even there because you know you get used to all those fancy dinners and yacht trips and insane it, it I love gets boring yeah for me crazy that you say that yes yeah <laughs> of course wow now it, yeah I mean it's such a luxurious lifestyle there obviously it, you can get how did you feel when you came back home <laughs> to Latvia wow it was so hard it was so hard. My mom was taking me from the airport and I'm like going through Riga and I'm like, where I am? <laughs> Why all the buildings are so small? I was telling my mom, mom, we are living in the countryside. What is this? <laughs> oh, like the first but- days, it was really hard to adapt. Yeah. It was really hard. I believe so. Well, we we have our little beautiful spot, you know, but of course, when you go to Dubai, it's just such a different story. And I'm so glad you had that experience. And I'm so glad you had ability to share this with us, because to be honest, I'm more excited to go there one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You should. So I'm actually, I hope maybe this year, who knows, I'm actually like looking forward to, yeah, Mm -hmm. some possibilities maybe this year, but we'll see because to me it's also such a networking place and such a crazy yeah, exactly unreal place to be to be honest mm-hmm. so yeah we'll see we'll see how that's gonna go um what i want to ask you one biggest highlight from trip in dubai like what is something that you will never forget <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if i can tell the story here. i think i had a purpose for this question <laughs> if you don't want to you don't have that's not the best experience i got there but i will never forget that (laughs) of course that's a fact yeah that's a fact if you want i will tell that um well i lost my phone there (laughs) and it's pretty it pretty sucks when you are in dubai and you don't have your phone (laughs) i can tell that i didn't have my phone like for two weeks and um yeah, but it was a great night. Well, I had a ride in Lamborghini, <laughs> so it was worth it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I guess but you I have to the, sacrifice. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the best, like, 
memory I have, I could tell that I, I, I think that it was the yacht trip. Oh, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing. We went to the in, into the ocean like for I don't know five hours, and we actually went fishing there. <laughs> and I was the <laughs> only girl who uh, catch the fish. So, <laughs> you know? I mean, you're so talented. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're able to show your biggest skills. I bet your dad would be so proud of that, though. <laughs> yeah. I love that though well I yeah definitely recall your biggest highlight of that uh, time for sure but um what I wanted to ask you is do you know how uh, how many countries have you approximately just yep. around I don't know oh, 10 that's a hard 11. question I guess if you live in Europe you must have been at least to four countries because we're very no, no, you know no, in it Europe, should be like at least well, I think I have traveled mostly like all the Europe. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I would say around 25. Yeah, yeah, probably that's, that's the closest number. Yeah, maybe even more. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you, what is like the country you would like to live in? Oh, that's a hard question. You know, mm-hmm. because I also wanted to uh, go st- study abroad after mm-hmm. graduating high school. Mm-hmm. But then I started my own business in Latvia. And, well, I didn't have a choice to go somewhere else because my business was located in Latvia. And mm-hmm. at that time, you know, when you're a startup, you, you have to be in a place like every day. Yeah. And you, you have to control all the things. And actually, but at that time, my plan, my plan was to go either to uh, Paris or to, or to um, Spain, because I found like two good law universities there. And also in uh, high school, I, not in high school, but like in all uh, uh, school period for 12 years, I have studied French. Mm-hmm. So Paris would be for me but yeah but I'm happy where I am right now and you know everything happens how it should happen for but, sure for sure yeah I'm I'm thinking for my master's that I I really want to go abroad and I you really should and yeah. I think you should and I think you'll do that because it's something that's in your heart and you always you know you maybe if you didn't have that chance like for bachelor's then you definitely will have for master's and trust me people that after they graduate uh, with bachelor's degree you know that they just are the same I would say like you know people like to travel people like to party and even mm-hmm. if you're in Erasmus where you're still partying with like 20 year old guy who I don't know I don't know just started his bachelor's degree and you're like 28 years old doing your master's degree you know everybody's like so united and like it's just so so fun when you go abroad because people yeah I totally agree because like whenever like it's the time when you're young and free and wild exactly (laughs) now at your 20s you at at your 20s you can go abroad like after you have like children husband house and stuff and dogs (laughs) yes exactly I, I couldn't agree more exactly 
So Arta, since you mentioned your business, I would like to talk about uh, talk about it more. Maybe you would like to give us a little details, a bit of a background of it. And uh, yeah, maybe somebody who listens to this podcast is very curious about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, give us uh, some, some sort of details about it. So long story short, um, I started my business when I was in, in 11th grade of high school mm-hmm. i started uh, it as like a student company in latvia we have this option like to try your business skills but not like to make make real business but like to try out how how it will go mm-hmm. so yeah i started then and it actually went really well so after graduating high school i decided that i should try and uh, yeah, I uh, reg- registered my own limited liability company. Mm-hmm. And uh, also in that year, I was nominated as the new best entrepreneur of Latvia in Ooh. 2020, I think, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I will tell what, what my product is. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, my business produces feeding tail feeding tables for dogs and cats Uh, they are made from recyclable materials like the feeding table itself is made from oak and Mm -hmm. latvian oak and the footballs like the we are used to metal footballs and like the metal footballs are replaced with clay ones that are made from uh, clay ceramic Mm -hmm. and yeah we have uh, like uh, six six different products in different sizes like for different dog and cat breeds and uh, with different also designs and colors we have three colors for each type of feeding table and six different uh, like football choice mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's like super natural and you know we live in the 21st century and we have to think that like uh Every product must be recyclable and nature nature friendly, and we have to save our nature. And yeah, mm-hmm. that was my main goal, and also that. to make pets life better. Yeah, I love that. I love the in general the concept of it, and we can see that people also support it. And um, yeah, just beautiful to be honest. Just to even care about animals. That's very nice. Like, yeah, how and- could I not? I have. I have two dogs, two amazing <laughs> dogs. That's very true. That's true. And they really appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, they do. Oh, that's very nice. Um, my other question about your company would be, um, if you have the ability to expand, in which country would you like to expand specifically? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question, because now we are trying to enter a Scandinavian market. Mm-hmm. because it's not a secret that for Baltics market this uh, price for my product is pretty high and uh, for Scandinavians they also like uh, more appreciate uh, this uh, my ideology I, not my thinking I could say mm-hmm. that I want that my product is uh, recyclable and nature friendly and that you can use it for generations and they also love uh, wood. So, yeah. And, like, this price 
that is right now from for my product it's more like affordable for them Mm -hmm. oh yeah and also the second market i would like to enter is america well Mm -hmm. it's a huge market i think (laughs) every business owner wants to enter american Uh, yeah yeah i totally understand that but you know what you say like you know you have this high price but you you get what you pay for and your 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 brand and product is so it's a very in a very good quality you know and uh, i i believe that you know you're gonna do a lot of great things in this world and you already are doing which is like oh, you're saving thank you god <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> so i'm just saying but uh, you know i really i really do hope that all these nice things that you wish for your company uh, gonna come true and you know it's definitely a tough process as you know you've been telling me this so many times that owning a company at this age is very mm-hmm. hard um, but you know what you've been doing an amazing job so you, you got this and you have yeah. a big support group around you Thank you know you. And- <laughs> that's so sweet <laughs> of you <laughs> oh, you're my one- biggest supporter <laughs> I'm not I, I like I want to be you know I <laughs> His friend to be honest know who <laughs> like, you are no i'm like yeah i'll be not but, starting I, this discussion this <laughs> okay not at this podcast i know i believe i just believe in you so much but i definitely need to improve being a better friend here so um but what i want to say like just one last question um what is like your biggest goal <laughs> maybe let me interpret the, this question mm-hmm. in a different way um what is the location this year you would like to i don't know go and visit well i know that i will travel like i have planned scheduled like two trips mm-hmm. one will be uh to france i will visit my best friend he's studying there and the other other one will be uh to italy we are going oh. to ski but they're not like my dream trips but mm-hmm. my dream trip would be to go to Mexico to Ooh. read the Scala Museum. Yeah. Girl, that's insane. I mean, I know you've been always obsessed. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm really I obsessed with her. Yes, I can, see, I can see that. Well, no, really, like, I'm wishing you all these amazing things and all these uh, little dreams that you have. And I think this is such a great note to end on. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give a little speech to Arte. If there's anything you want to say, yeah, God, I just wanted to say that it's amazing job that you are doing here and like oh. this podcast. I love every ep- episode, and they are so interesting. And you like you talk with so different people, and like they have their own experiences. And I think for people who are afraid to travel or they j- just need to a little encouragement you 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 really help them because a lot of people don't know you know like people from different countries and they don't know like these stories that you are telling to everyone so I think it's amazing so I wish you all the best and just continue (laughs) oh thank you so much oh I love this (laughs) and likewise because let's say successful <laughs> and uh, yeah you know we, we can say a lot of, yeah <laughs> at least you know uh, 
yeah we have we have to dream what we have we want to become you know so at least <laughs> let's try to live you in know, present i guess until you make it <laughs> yes exactly i love that <laughs> exactly exactly thank you you t- kind of took words yeah, out of my mouth that's you. perfect but thank you arta for this episode i re- really i really think this is going to be very inspiring to a lot of new people and thank you again and um, we me and everybody else are wishing you best of luck with your business and guess what i'm gonna see you in prague girl <laughs> <laughs> yes okay Gashi, yeah. thank you thank you thank you guys for listening bye-bye